your real estate chalk talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is your real estate chalk talk for broadcasting live from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Eaton, Minnesota. Hitnergroup.com. I'm out. H I T T N E R Group. All one word. Hitnergroup.com. 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. All right, so we're, last uh, segment we were talking about the CMA, the Comparative Market Analysis. Uh, and then we talked about the automated valuation model that you see on so many websites now where you come up with, as Keith refers to them, as indicators of value that people tend to rely on, which they really shouldn't. You know, it's a it's a hint. Yep, that's you know, good. It's what it is. It's kind of a hint at, at where you're going to be, but it's, it's not. It's almost what, like an indicator. Almost like an indicator. And then, uh, finally, then there's the appraisal. Now, that's it, right? That's the sure deal because that's the guys going out there and He's really inspecting. He's really right. doing it, right? So who, who, where does the appraiser fit in, Calvin, and who orders it, who pays for it, and why Why is there an appraisal? And who got, is the appraiser? And where? who is the appraiser? Well, I don't Steve, have contact Steve with Johnson. Yeah, Steve Johnson. Appraisals are us. No, so the appraisal basically is when you have the appraiser, right? Mm-hmm. Who, there's numerous companies, and we have to have a panel because in the past – we would contact them. So we don't even contact them. That It gets ordered through our system. So you out. never talk to the appraiser? We don't. Do no. you know who it is even? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it will be right on our okay. on our business card directory and our system. They'll show us who it is. But we're not supposed to have any contact with them because they don't want us influencing value. Okay. Right? So, But if you said, hey, when's the appraisal being done? I'm going to be out there. I want to talk to the appraiser. I want, yeah, that's great. So we can let them know and, and we can let you know when that is. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they have to schedule. If you're the listing agent, they have to schedule it. If you're the listing yeah, agent, so yeah. But have. for if you're representing a buyer and want to go out there and just make sure, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. So, um, so the appraisal basically is when they're going to go in and actually give you the value of the property, taking into account your indicators of value, and then looking at the property specific, and then looking at you know these recent sales within a short, you know, a close, you know, th- you know how close are these other comparable sales mm-hmm. when did they sell what are the values and they basically put it all together and give us a number and it is typically for the most part fairly accurate it, on a purchase it's pretty i mean they i don't always feel like they go like if it's listed for 300 and the sales price is 300 i don't always think they go in and go okay is it really worth 305 or not i think they kind of go is it worth 300 right yeah. and the answer support is, value it's worth three right because their job is to support the value, value. Yep. or the sales price on the purchase yep. agreement. They're not on going behalf out there. of the blender. Yep. They're not going out there blindly, right, and saying, nope. "If I was gonna, you know, what's well, that's this a, house worth?" But that's on a refi. Which but on a makes, refi, correct? Makes yeah, go ahead, really, and, I'll, and I'll, I have something to add on that. Yeah. So on a refi, it is tougher because now there's no document, and we don't talk to them saying, you know, to make our numbers work, we'd really like mm-hmm. uh, value four hundred. Right. You know, but the homeowner does. Uh, if they're there, a lot of times they're not there. The and a lot of times does. they don't know unless we, you know. Well, they know what they want to do because they're the ones doing the refinance, right? Potentially, So yes, here's a scenario for you. I got a call from an appraiser last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he said, hey, you sold this house up the street on such and such avenue, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Can you tell me about that house? You bet. And so we got to talking about my listing sale um, as he was using it, potentially using it as a comp for this other property. Okay. And so I know the housing inventory pretty well. And so he told me where it was. Um, and I discussed that house with him versus the house that I sold. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that the homeowner had spoken with him and said that they needed 565 in order really? to make things work. Okay. 
Interesting. And my conversation with the appraiser was that thing's not worth over four eighty, based on what's sold out there. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to. Ju-. He's like, I'm trying to justify what they're talking about here, but I'm having a really hard time doing it. Hmm. And especially looking at your sale over here for five twenty five, that's a much nicer home, larger, more upgrades, different style of home. Right. And I can't in good conscience use this comp to try to justify a higher market price. Well, for can't their they home. use that comp and then just deduct for Yeah, they could and that, that that's why I said some like a basic four level like you're talking about and seeing the house on online and looking at the address and knowing right where that is and understanding the layout of that home and hearing that they don't have any major upgrades to it, no kitchen remodel, no bathroom remodel. I think you're in the 400s. You know, wow. like, I think that's what I'm going to have to do. Wow. So on a refi, then we, we have to just make the adjustments then and say, okay, what do we do now based on this value? Mm-hmm. The homeowner giving that um, that indication of value, what they're hoping, that's that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. they can do that. On a purchase, you know, if that appraisal comes in lower, remember that we lend based on the appraised value or the sales price, whichever is less. Mm-hmm. So if there's that gap, that's why when we're in the heat of the market and we're saying, hey, they're offering – you know, we're offering 20000 over and we're given a value guarantee or an appraisal guarantee, whatever. You know, they're just saying, hey, if it comes in lower because all you guys are overbidding this thing, we'll, we'll make up the difference in cash because we lend on the lower of those two numbers. So um, so that's kind of what the appraisal. That's know. when you say, well, can't you just go back to the seller and say you're going to pay less? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sure. Not, not when there's sure. 10 other offers and years ago. two of them yeah. for cash. Yeah. <laughs> right. So no, the, we're still seeing some of that though. I mean, we've had competitive situations in the mm-hmm. last month that um, we've bumped the price up, and <clears throat> excuse me, and also had the appraisal gap coverage. And right now, from from a buyer's agent standpoint, when when you're representing the buyer in the transaction, we're trying to be chosen, right? right. So part of our process as the buyer's agent right. is to say, what's the likelihood that there's going to be an appraisal problem here? And then being able to stand behind that as the buyer's agent is tough for some people because right. um, it puts you in a spot, right? Yep. Uh, but in I, like I just had one recently where I, said, I don't see how this thing doesn't appraise for $10,000 over what we're, we're mm-hmm. offering here. So put in a $20,000 appraisal gap coverage it's going to make the seller feel super cushy. Right. Right? They're going to love that. And your exposure and we're, is 10. And we're never going to even have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to dip into this. Trust me. Yeah. Well, So it's having that confidence to be able to say that to somebody. Yeah. Because but, if it comes back and you are kicking in, yeah. you're like, well, good thing we had it. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, and many times you're talking to the buyer and the buyer is saying, you know, I don't want to overpay for the house. And then on the other side of the mouth, says, boy, we really want this house. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Those yeah. lines have to intersect. Yeah. Somewhere, and you have right? to find the comfort yep. level. We have to be appropriate. And part of that, I mean, that falls on the agent then yep. to say, here, look at these other ones that sold. Yeah. You know, going 550, 560, 570, and they're mm-hmm. on at 535. Yeah. Well, the thing, I mean, you and I, Keith, uh, we just had one where it was new construction and the appraisal came in significantly light, over $40,000 light. And they're just like, what do we do? We don't have that extra money. We can't make that. You know, mm-hmm. and this is on new construction, mm-hmm. you know. So we, we moved the loan over or we took the loan over uh, past clients and they were going to do it because they got such a deal through the builder and that lender, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but they just cut your value by 45. You right. know, just so we did it. Appraisal came in over over purchase price. Crazy, 
right? So there is a it is a factor that comes into play, and on, um, so we we love our panel. We think we have good relationships. And we had an know. interesting call. I got the same call, Keith, that you got. This was a a, a while back from an appraiser mm-hmm. who was asking similar questions. You looking at houses in the neighborhood and saw that yep. we had sold one down the street and wanted some questions answered about it. I asked where he was from, and he was from Rochester. And I so I said, well, how's that work? I said, you guys, because I knew it was right during that time, you know, and we're just busy. You know, it must have been June. And he said, well, he said, we'll have a bunch of appraisals up here. And he said, we'll come up. And he said, you know, we just stay in a hotel and just crank out these appraisals. No way. And I'm like, okay. So there's a guy now who comes blowing into town, doesn't know the nuances of neighborhood. Right. So he's looking in Egan or Burnsville or Apple Valley and doesn't know that, well, over on this side of town, the kids go to this school, and on this side of town, the kids go to that school, and it does matter. You know, it does matter with value. And a lot of times uh, I had one in Egan where where, uh, the appraisal came in low, and that's exactly what it was. The appraiser was from Faribault. Hmm. Had had no clue. No clue. Boy, those those appraisers that would come into town like that, they would never end up on a a good company's panel though because you would never I mean you would never sign somebody up that isn't local in the community like that. well I That's just crazy. think it was a volume thing was it there wow. was just so much hmm. that they couldn't you know the appraisal yeah we can get the appraisal appraisal it's going to be four weeks out well I mean we're quite <clears> honestly <throat> on, on a lot of this stuff especially refi yeah I mean we're I mean we're we get Click stuff right done on. fast yeah. our biggest weight is always appraisal I mean we can get the loan done literally in ten, you know two weeks but we're waiting on the appraisal because we don't get that for two freaking weeks, you know. Right. So, yeah, but we're that seeing push, that. That's but where you get to your thirty days. Yeah, but now we're seeing that get a little bit better. Our mm-hmm. times are chopped off this past week, or we, you know, we measure everything monthly. We uh, picked up three days on appraisals. Okay. Uh, starting good. in uh, September. Is that here, just a so. function of volume? Volume. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're feeling volume slow a little bit, and we'll get into that in the fourth segment, which will be fascinating. I will. Wonderful. I Can't wait for it. Well, on that note, we're going to have to break that and prepare ourselves for prepare yourself. the windfall of information from Ooh. Calvin Kamick. Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com, or give us a call on the phone, 612-627-8000. That number again is 612-627-8000, and we'll be right back. Get that. Rack Shack Attack. Rack Shack. 